Do you like that? Okay. <laughs> I want to have like a fun little. No, you know what? You did something, but um, it wasn't heard. It wasn't heard because we were on, on mute. Remember that scene in the Charlie Chaplin show when he did like the dancing mashed potatoes or the the, the buns? <laughs> I saw. I, I picture like feet is, dancing. Is this how we're gonna start this one? No, oh, it's man. come on. I'm just kidding. I just um, thought some levity to bring us into today's dental bite. I'm. I'm. You know. We talk about our purpose. You know, what do you? Why do we do what we do? Why are we here? Why are we here? You know, out of doing all of this and the success that this brings is, what can we give back? Um, you know, um, yeah. we're on this planet for a very short time, and I like to think that just a blip. Um, we're like a blip like on that. It's like dip, you're gone. Like a little um, divot in the record. Yeah, yeah. One little note. Just a. Doop. So if your little can like actually leave this place better than, you know, when you came in here. Make a difference. Cleaned up after your mess. You actually cleaned up other people's mess as well. That's right. So um, part of Dentists on Demand is, you know, let's let's see what we can do. Let's use our resources. Let's use our platform for, you know, the purposes of of good. We're, you know, using it as a weapon of good. Yeah. And, you know couple of guys that are born here on the West Coast, obviously our hearts are in the environment. Definitely. We care about the environment. We care so much about what's going on with our oceans and our, and our waterways. Mm-hmm. This guest we have on is she's, uh, what they're doing is so near and dear to our heart. Um, we care a ton about what's going on. So I think that let's yeah. talk about the environment today. Let's do it. Um, and goodness, when we launched our project, and we'll get into the Seabins here in a moment, um, but goodness, she was she was front and center with with the media and everything, explaining the project. She's super knowledgeable about what's happening in yeah. our in our local waters, and she's super passionate about what she does. We can't deny that we have a major plastic pollution problem in our waterways. Yes, so, so let's, let's bring on the professional. Like, let, absolutely, we've we've done we've butchered, um, you know, butchered but, but, but butchered the intro. We bookered it. And there she is. She's with us. Hi, Sadie. How are you, Sadie? Hi, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me. Why haven't we had you on? Like, you should be a regular guest. Like, we need a like an uh, an update. You know, like oh, amazing. I'm so down. Okay, done. So you know, maybe (laughs) like once a month we have like a an update from Sadie. A a Sadie update. Save Seben Sadie. Special, yeah, Sadie. It's uh, it's so great to have you on today. We've been um, like this initiative for us. We've obviously invested in the Seabin initiative. Uh, we're passionate about cleaning up the waters around Vancouver. Um, obviously, doing what we can to have a positive impact on the environment, slowing down climate change, whatever we got to do. Um, hot topic right now: the amount of plastic that's in the ocean, how we get it out of there, how we can collect the right data to make sure we employ the right mes- methods to getting these waters cleaner than what they are today. So we're super excited to have you on um, with Dennis on Demand. Sadie Karen is from the Fraser Riverkeeper. Um, and there, I'm just gonna take it right off your website. You guys are dedicated to the protection, conservation, and improvement of the water quality and fish habitat of the Fraser River and its watershed. Did I get it right? Absolutely. Yeah. So could you tell us, like, let's start from the, like, from the beginning, like what, what is Fraser Riverkeeper? 
Uh, and then we can move into a little, a little bit about the uh, Vancouver Plastic Cleanup Coalition and the CPIM project. Absolutely. So the Fraser Riverkeeper, we're actually part of a, a national charity as well as being a local Vancouver charity um, called Swim Drink Fish. And so that's sort of stealing or borrowing from the Fisheries Act and using kind of law, which designates that waters can be protected if they're designated swimmable, drinkable or fishable. Now, our waters are really important to us uh, in Vancouver. You know, uh, a lot of us, like me included, love swimming in the waterways. Um, of course, yeah. You know, we want to have safe and clean drinking water and we want all the wildlife to be thriving. And plastic pollution definitely threatens all three of those. So it's a really important cause that we've, um, that we're so happy to partner with you guys on. Yeah, we're, uh, it's, it's, it's really cool. It's, uh, you know, it, yeah, you know, it's a little bit of a flex to say, yeah, you know, we're doing this cool thing. Yeah, and so so this thing that we're doing right now, so we've put three sea bins in the water. Obviously, Dennis on Demand is uh, as a partner with you guys. We, we're, we're thrilled to help you by contributing the sea bins to the project and helping collect that data that, that is needed. Um, but let's take a few steps back. So this actually started uh, with the Great Lakes originally. Yeah, so um, we're really lucky to, you know, have started with the with the help of the Great Lakes Plastic Cleanup with Pollution Probe and with the University of Toronto, they have the U of T trash team. So they have been collecting data from trash trapping devices like Siebens for many years and they have all these wonderful protocols and and techniques for for characterizing waste um, for doing basically these these devices are, are running 24 seven. Um, filtering any sort of floatable debris, which includes, you know, like macroplastics, microplastics, contaminated organic waste that you can see like tons of little styrofoam bits on them. Um, you know, we're collecting lots of cigarette butts, all sorts of things that, you know, shouldn't belong in our waterways and that are contaminating them. And, you know, mm -hmm. they've been doing that for many years in the Great Lakes. And so we were really excited to sort of join the Great Lakes plastic cleanup, but also bring, bring it out here and launch the Vancouver plastic cleanup. Totally. Right. It was really cool um, coming out that morning and, and, and being a part of the um, uh, water. Is it a characterization? Is that what exactly, you call yeah, it? Exactly. Yeah, we call yeah. it our, our yeah. waste characterization. Yeah. There we go. Yes, yes, yes. And, and to see like things like syringes and what really shocked me was how saturated the water was and, and, and the debris in that bin all the little plastic pellets. And now from what I understand, these pellets are used to, you melt the pellets down to make, you know, products that require plastic molding, et cetera. But apparently there's, there's some factories along the Fraser River where they're making these, manufacturing these plastic pieces. And I don't know how the pellets get there, but it's just, it was saturated. Well, I mean, I'm assuming birds and fish, they see these tiny little pellets in the water and they must think that they're plankton or, I mean, it must be getting consumed nonstop by, by um, marine life out there in, in, in the Fraser, uh, sorry, in, the, in False Creek. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's crazy to think of the journey of these, what, what they, we call them nurdles. Yeah, these plastic pellets used in manufacturing. Right. Nurdles, yeah. And yeah, you think of the, pa the pathway, like how the heck does that end up from the Fraser River going up north and then being like, oh, let's go into the into False Creek. And then right. we find so many of them. It's really shocking. And yeah, they're nice and bite-sized for fish and for 
and for birds, but of course they're full of contaminants, which um, we're basically just starting to learn about the effects of, but which aren't looking very promising. And so entering the food chain, you know, it, it could definitely be harmful as, you know, it go, we go up the food chain and, you know, the contamination sort of increases and increases. Right. And then, so, uh, with, I'm not sure how in touch you are still with the Great Lakes folks, but like, have they now, like, have they done it for a couple of years? They have some good, um, data on the type of pollution that is in the Great Lakes. Is it, have they moved to sort of a next level? Like what's sort of the next steps for them or us here locally? Yeah. So, well, they've, yeah, they're definitely a few steps ahead. They have launched, um, not only the Great Lakes plastic cleanup, but the international trash trap network. So there's really data being collected across the world and sharing about the success of devices like C-bins. There's also some um, other ones called Lita traps, which are um, the ones that are installed in like drains. So that could be something very smart to have near nurdle or plastic manufacturing plants, because then it'll actually sort of trap those nurdles before they enter the waterways, which would be great. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. And then, yeah, there's some larger devices like in Baltimore, they have this actual giant boat that's got a face on it and it's called the Mr. Trash wheel. And so it's become sort cool. of a fixture in the city and, um, and yeah, you can really make these devices like have a personality like they have. Um, and so we're really seeing a lot of waste being diverted, mainly uh, lots of plastics. For sure. Yeah. And there must be like, like when you compare the Great Lakes to the, I mean, here we are on the Pacific Ocean. So it must be a bit of a paradigm shift in terms of the sizes of body of bodies of water that you're dealing with. Uh, I mean, the Great Lakes, as vast as they are, you've also got the Pacific Ocean. So... Is there a big difference? And I mean, this might be early on to tell, but I'm assuming there'd be a, a lot of uh, quite a large difference in the amount of debris that comes in from the ocean versus the Great Lakes. Well, I would think um, or vice versa, you know, where is it coming from? Is it coming down the Fraser River? That's kind of what feeds our area with all water. Like it comes mm. down f through the province um the thompson as well right and picks up whatever it picks up along its journey um you know are the currents from the ocean bringing things in or is it us like that would be you know after having these bins in the water and seeing you know doing all these waste characterizations you know saying aha well you know it must be coming from somewhere else and it's not us um have you seen anything like that could you could you talk to that I mean, yeah, there's there's definitely, I think, a big difference between um, what we're collecting and what the, the Great Lakes have been collecting. I think mm -hmm. a lot of the organic material is probably the thing that's the most different. Um, so, you know, last week, I think somebody must have cleaned off a boat or something because we collected a ton of mussel shells. <laughs> so oh, is that the, right? Uh, right in the marina it makes sense that that's something that we collect but we also have a lot of that sort of living life growing on the surface of the sea bin so it does need a lot of maintenance living in an ocean environment where there's a lot of living things um you know just around there um, through, yeah. and yeah a lot of we're collecting a lot of you know seaweed um and and wood that you can just see is embedded with those microplastics so we've got the the same method that they've developed in the great lakes but i think it's really helpful for us because we have so much of this organic waste that's embedded that we have to like rinse it off a few times we have these like homemade sieves that we have that you probably remember from doing the in-person waste characterization to actually get those microplastics off of that organic waste yeah. so that we can compost it divert it from the landfills 
prevent methane, you know, from having organics in a landfill. So it's really doing a lot. And um, yeah, we're definitely seeing a lot of things that even though these are installed in False Creek, yeah, we've got some some things that don't seem to be originating from False Creek. You know, there's yeah, there's some right. interesting flows to the ocean that there's definitely some room to to study, uh, especially, yeah, the nurdles were, were the most evident because they're so yeah, small and there's so many of them and they're floatable, you know, they're right on the surface mm-hmm. of the water and they're, mm-hmm. yeah, they can be quite harmful. Um, so there's, what do we... There, they call them, um, in some places in the Fraser River, they call it even a solidified oil spill. Oh, oh wow. Well, it, it is in, in sense, right? It's a petroleum mm-hmm. product. Plastic is petroleum, no? Yeah, yeah wow, exactly. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something really awesome, but you know. do, do you have a question? Oh, um, sorry. Down the question yeah, no, out. sorry. Where, okay. So where do we take the information after we, f- we find out what's going on? Like what, where, like, I, I imagine it's not one spot. There's probably not one body that takes in this information, then distributes it out to the right people. Is it the government? Like who, who would actually then take the information and then do something about it, police it, enforce different measures to stop? Um, you know, what's happening? Who does that? Well, there is actually one source that we send all of our data to, and that's that U of T trash team. They, they're helping to manage that international trash gap okay. network. So they do cool. manage a lot of international data, including our own. However, we're also in a good position to be able then to advocate based on what we find. So we're able to then go to the government with all of our results and say, you know, these are our findings, these are our recommendations, and here are the things that we can fix. And, you know, then then the governments can really help us out and find, you know, the sources of things like the nurdle contaminants so that then we can right. prevent mm-hmm. that and those solutions. Yeah, that, help all this data that you're collecting is powerful information to say, hey, you know, okay, Absolutely. federal government, it's time to step up. This is obviously an issue that we can't ignore anymore. Here's all the data that we've collected over the last five, 10 years. And here's the action plan that we propose that we, we're going to need funding for to make sure that we can actually have a positive impact on cleaning the waters in this country. Absolutely. Correct? Yeah. Okay. Great segue into the next piece. I want to... So, segue. Um, segue. Isn't that like a... Uh, like a little cart thing too? Uh, it's fun. I, I wrote a segue through the wilderness once. Yeah. It was, it was frightening. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was fun. Where? Where? Um, in Wanawak, Minnesota. Yeah. yeah. So, um, <laughs> a little sidebar for you. Minnesota. Oh, that's okay. I know you told me about that. It was fun. Um, so what's been really, what's been really great about our, you know, our connection and our partnership here is now to bring this to the dental community and get them involved. <clears throat> so Tyler and I have gone to, I think close to 10 practices and have put together little pieces with our, with our, 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 you know, our, our, with our dentist on demand clients with our clients. And, yeah. um, it's, it's cool. It's cool for them that they know that, you know, they're, they're signed up with us. And that means that they're contributing to helping to give back as well. We pool, you know, our pro- proceeds at 10%, um, of our proceeds back into, uh, charitable, um, Initials, cam- yeah. campaigns. Um, I want to show, uh, I want to show one of the videos. It's really awesome. Like, um, and 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 Dr. Vora, like Dr. Vora is amazing. Um, she was very standoffish, like well, not standoff. She was very like well, just uncertain. I mean, she was nervous. Mark and I have right? a we have a we have a pretty yeah. uh, progressive 
standstill marketing, right? Yeah. So we're doing things, we're, we're trying to push the edge, we're trying to be on the leading edge of things when it comes to marketing dental practices. So um, it's not uncommon for someone who's been practicing dentistry successfully for a while to hear some of our methods and go, I think I'm just going to stick with the traditional stuff. But uh -huh. she did take a leap of faith with us mm -hmm. and it's been fantastic. And it turned out great. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, you know, a lot of folks out there are afraid to be on front of camera. So I just want to play this video. She was brave. She I think did. it's awesome. Yeah. Let's see it. Oh, let's hear it too, hey? Start that over. That was fun. Like there was, <laughs> I think was there was like, fun. like 50 people in the practice. Like we tried to get them all involved. She's but. got a wonderful practice. A real, as you can see, a really cool, awesome team. Um, and we just kind of threw it at them and we're like, guys, you know, would you mind getting in front of the camera? This is a pro, you know, an initiative. The the bins project is near and dear, near and dear to our hearts. And if you can tell your patients, hey, every time you come and see us, you're helping clean the waters around British Columbia. Mm -hmm. And that's a great story to tell your patients. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, so on that note, uh, just to just to reiterate that point. So, if you are a clinician, if you are a dentist, and you want to sign up and have a subscription for Dentist on Demand, uh, keep in mind that, uh, as Mark mentioned, about approximately ten percent of the proceeds that we collect. So, um, we are a subscription-based marketing company. A percentage of the proceeds that you contribute to us for our services go towards great initiatives like the CBIN. Uh, and the the Vancouver Plastic Cleanup Coalition. So um, definitely a great reason. And when I talked to Dr. Vora about it, she's like, you know what? The Siebens, that's why I'm, that's really kind of the reason she's on our platform. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a, it's a great story and it's a great reason for people to come to your practice because you're helping clean up the environment. Totally. Cool. Um, what, there we what, are. What, what else is new and exciting in the world of Swim Drink Fish? Uh, a Fraser Riverkeeper, what, what else is going on? Well, we're just so excited. We're going to be yeah, getting our first year of data pretty soon. All Can you right. tell we're data nerds? I get really excited about data. <laughs> I am. We're not talking <laughs> enough, enough numbers for you, Sadie. Is that it? Yeah, to numbers. Give you more numbers so yeah. How much actual waste have we diverted? Like that's been a big right. question for us. So soon the U of T trash team, yeah, they're putting together all of the data that we've been inputting into their little app, the data trapper app. Um, so basically every day, yeah, we weigh the contents. We take, take a little picture. We say the last time it was emptied and the weather conditions, because those are some things that can affect how full they are. And mm -hmm. um, then we have, yeah, every two weeks we do a waste characterization and volunteers are welcome. You can sign up on our website. Um, yeah, our wonderful uh, community science coordinator, Alicia, leads those. And yeah, as Mark and Very Tyler cool. know, you basically, it's it's a wonderful day, you know. To it's it's an eye, it was an eye opener. It's for eye opening sure. for yeah. sure, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so you can actually join us and participate in community science where you are learning exactly what is in the waterway and you're actually participating in cleaning up the waters. 
Very cool. So That's yeah, cool. we're continuing and that. Now we, we have... also have. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. Yep. Yeah, I mean, we're just really big on community science. So we also have a water monitoring program on False Creek where you can uh, join us. We cycle from three different locations along False Creek and we scoop water samples as well. And we publish all of those results, um, whether or not it passes or fails rec water standards. So that can help if you're ever paddling in False Creek and you're curious, oh, I splashed myself in the face. Am I going to get sick? You know, before right. you head out, it's a good idea to check. <laughs> yeah, so that's why we also share that. So does it like measure E. coli levels and stuff like that? Is that what you it's mean? Exactly. Yeah, we have our lab. We process it. We share all of our data. Um, right. Yeah, you can find your beach on SwimGuide, swimguide.org. Swimguide.org. Got it. I'm, I'm just trying to find that awesome video that was done by, what was his name? Hercules that day that we were out. Oh, was it uh, Vancouver is awesome? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh, here it is. Um, I want to finish this, this segment off with this, with the video of, of Sadie. Mark's always got videos to show. I got, I'm the, I'm the media because he makes all the videos. He wants um, to show you the videos he made. This is uh, Sadie, like just rocking it, explaining. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it was a very nice uh, video put together um, by Vancouver is Awesome and Hercules. Um, and I think it would be a great way to just um, to, to close off this segment here. Yeah, so before we do that, is this our send-off? This is our send-off. Sadie, here. is there anything you want to share with us before we send off with this video? No, we're just so grateful for all the work that you do and the support that you provide. So, yeah. Thank you to our dentists. Keep on cleaning your waters. Yeah. We're, we're trying. We're yeah. trying to do our part. And just to add to that, yeah. So thank you to all of our dentists on the Dentist on Demand platform. We couldn't do it without you. Mm -hmm. uh, and if you're looking to have an impact and you want to help clean up the environment, sign up for your listing on Dentist on Demand. And keep in mind that at least 10% of those proceeds are going to be going towards the Vancouver Plastic Cleanup Coalition and the Sea Bins. Yes. Uh, so again, a great cause. Uh, we it's will, already done so much. It's done so much, and you'll see a lot of our clients are talking about it. Um, and we'll be more than happy to 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 provide some content, to create some content on your behalf, to talking talking about how you're having an impact on cleaning up the environment. So definitely go to dentistondemand.com and check it out, and know that that money is going towards the environment. Cool. I like it. There you go. That's a, that's my plug for today for us and for you, Sadie. Good plug. Yeah. Um, one more thing is you can also go to their website at FraserRiverKeeper.ca to learn more about what they're doing and all the great initiatives that they're part of. Cool. Thanks, Sadie. Sadie, it's been so great to see you today. And it's great Likewise. that we're going to be doing this on a, on a regular. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Here we go. Okay. Sadie, we'll see you soon. Sending off. Thank you.